my name was asshole, I wouldn't say, hi, my name is asshole. I'd say, hi, I'm Brad. So it's Brad. Episode number 72, finishing this week strong, nice Thursday night. It was about 98 degrees today. I got my car, it was 104. I always give it the minus five because the car is obviously sitting in the sun. By the time I drove home, it was still at 98. So I'm gonna go with 98. That was miserable, hot, not a fan of it. Supposedly it's gonna rain this weekend, maybe a little hurricane coming next weekend, and then fall arrives. Nice 75 Nice 55, crisp, cool mornings, 75 in the afternoon. It's going to be short-lived because once it gets below 55, you can start getting in the 40 range. That's when it starts getting too cold. But I like the I like when it's 45. I'm, I'm a 40 to 60 guy, you know, because you could put a hoodie, sweatpants, shit on like that. You can run outside. You can walk outside. You can bundle up. It's just a better time. Fighting off heat is never a good time. So I'm going to stop talking about the weather updates because we got a big night ahead of us we have opening night of the nfl season it might as well be a fucking american holiday the opening of the season the end of the regular season and then every playoff game should be a holiday because we celebrate the nfl like none other and we're going to get into that in a little bit but first being that it's september 7th we're going to get into this date in history. September 7th, 1940. The beginning of the London Blitz in World War II. While not a U.S. event, the London Blitz had significant implications for the United States and its eventual involvement in World War II. On this date, Nazi Germany began bombing of London, leading to significant loss of life and property. The campaign lasted until May 1941, and it increased pressure on the U.S. to aid Britain, ultimately shaping Americans' foreign policy and leading to greater U.S. involvement in the conflict. The Blitz shaped American public opinion and led to increased support for Britain, contributing to the U.S. entry into World War II. The U.S. ramped up efforts to supply Britain with essential resources through programs like Lend-Lease. The events played a role in America's preparations for war, both psychologically and materially. You're fucking welcome, by the way, too. If it wasn't for the big bad U.S. of A coming over there, you'd all be speaking German. But yeah, World War II, wild time. The thing that's crazy about that is, is that like the Germans had the Blitzkrieg, right? That was like their armada of planes, and they just overwhelmed the shit out of what they were doing. They just flew high, fast, and bombed everything that's under it, and then just moved on. Like, they just bombed the shit. Didn't matter. Civilians, nothing. They just bombed everything and leveled it. But if you go to these places now, which I've never been, so I can't speak of actually being there, but I wonder if there's still, like, remnants of that shit, because, like, you leveled city. Like, we leveled cities. They leveled cities. If there's still, like rocks and shit that are just like around you know from that time because like you're blowing things apart 
kind of wild if, if someone had like a still frame of like like if someone did one of those like take a picture every day for from now from then until now just to see what it looks like how everything just got blown to shit and what it is now so september 7th a date in history that didn't signal us into the war but got us closer to going to world war ii and of course we ended up dropping bombs in japan and all that fun stuff but we're gonna move on because like i said it is opening night in the nfl And I'm not really a NFL guy. I'm not a football guy. I don't like religiously follow it. Like I'm not going to go fight people because they're Steelers fans and I'm this fan. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those people. I'm not gung-ho. I'm not going to paint my face or anything. But watching football, it's kind of like a tradition. In our, it's definitely a tradition in our country. To, you sit on your ass. Everyday football's on and you watch the game. So Sundays are f- jam-packed. You got from... If you watch ESPN... At any moment from here, from now until next fucking March, you're going to see wall-to-wall football coverage. What, there's going to be no lacking in football coverage. You're gonna, it's going to be pouring out of every orifice all over all the time. Can't do anything about it. It's just going to be there. And I fucking love it. It's just, it's just, it's, it's fun. Like it's. 18 weeks plus the playoffs so 22 weeks out of the year where people are just locked in this is what we're doing we're going to watch it we're going to talk about it we're going to speculate our teams are going to win they're going to lose they're going to suck all this stuff and it comes with a price tag there's a shitload of money involved that's and it's america's thing we have like europe europe has soccer we have football so it's a cultural juggernaut, dominates American society in numerous ways. The season's kicking off tonight. American football originated in the late 19th century, is a cornerstone of American culture over those decades. Its history intertwines with significant social and political events, making it more than just a game. The NFL allows fans to express regional loyalties, creating a sense of community and belonging. It's an avenue for displaying local pride and can even bring disparate groups together under a common banner. The NFL delivers suspense, drama, and athleticism in a way that is highly encouraging, highly engaging to fans. The season's structure with a limited number of games leading to its playoffs and the Super Bowl makes every game matter. That's the best part, because baseball has 162 goddamn games. And like, yeah, they shortened the season, so there's not a lot of time off in between games. So there's more games. I think they only have like one or two game days off a week. Some stretches, they go play like 11 in a row. But that's the problem is like every game does matter, but not really when you're playing 162 because you can lose four in a row and then win 11 in a row and then lose four in a row. And you just keep doing that shit over and over again. That's more of a marathon where this is like a sprint. We have every game you prepare all week just for this one day. It's... The game itself isn't long. Four 12-minute quarters, 48 minutes. You're really only playing like nine minutes out of the entire thing, but each loss matters. Each win matters. Carries a shitload of weight. And it's all commercialized. So since everyone's eyeballs are on the screens, you got advertising, merchandise, media companies like Apple, Amazon, Fox, ESPN, anything. YouTube has like a $1,000 NFL package this year. Everything's trying to get into this game because that's where the money is. The money keeps flowing in. The NFL makes like $15 billion a year, probably more than that now. They're definitely going to, it just keeps going up. No matter what, they just keep making more money. No matter what happens, they make their fucking money. It it satisfies the nut, so to speak. (laughs) And then you have fantasy football, which I talked about yesterday. I'm not going to get into my fantasy football team again, although we're we're looking like we're going to win this week. Fantasy football gives, obviously, the common 
common fan, the common folk, something to do. You pick teams, you pick players for your team that are spread out across the entire NFL, and you follow them along the entire season. So you'll find yourself watching the Browns, a one o'clock Browns game that isn't going to draw big numbers unless you're in Cleveland, unless you're a Cleveland Browns fan or you're the opposing team's fan. But you might have a player playing. You might have Njoku playing or Deshaun Watson, a little wife beater of his. Actually, not even a wife beater. This guy was getting jerked off by like 22 women. We can get into that a different time. So you have all that going on, but you're locked into the Browns game because you have players on there. And then you have to switch over to the fucking 49ers game. And you're, you're just bouncing around because fantasy football keeps you keeps your ass in the seat and your eyes on the screen. And that's what it's all about. So the NFL, major revenue generator, like we've been saying, think about all the jobs it takes to keep this going. All the jobs in TV, broadcasting, janitors, the cleaning crew, cooking, the NFL staffs, personal trainers, personal assistants, all this shit. It's a massive massive economy on its own but then you also run into like toxic fandom where people actually fist fight and they threaten each other's families because their team thinks they're better than yours and then you have like gambling that gets involved so people lose a lot of money especially if you know you have the over under at 54 and there's a 45 yard field goal going off and you have the over and they only, it's only 52 you need this field goal and the guy fucking misses it you're gonna lose your mind especially if you put on like good money on this game I don't know why you put a lot of money on an over-under, but maybe it's part of a parlay. You know, I don't know your gambling habits. And it doesn't hit. And you end up losing a fucking 17-leg parlay that would have been worth like 25 grand. And now you're back to zero. Not saying that's happened to me, but, you know, people gambled. People are wild, especially with the NFL. And then, of course, all that comes with high blood pressure, stress. You're mixing, you're mixing alcohol in the system, all this stuff. So the latest um, figures is that the NFL made about 15 to 20 billion dollars last year. The most expensive franchises include the Dallas Cowboys at number 1, the New England Patriots at number 2, New York Giants at number 3, the LA Rams at number 4, and then the San Francisco Giant San Francisco 49ers. And these range in between four to seven billion dollars. Seven obviously being the Cowboys, four or five, four being the San Francisco Giants. San Francisco 49ers. I keep saying the Giants. And then the least amount of money, the least um, expensive franchises in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills, Detroit Lions, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, Tennessee Titans. And when I say they're, they're the least expensive, none of us are going to be buying them anytime soon because they're in between $2.5 billion and two and three and a half billion. So good luck. Yeah, they're on the cheaper end. You can get the cheap ass Tennessee Titans for a good two and a half billion dollars. Good luck with that. So these teams are usually owned by either their own like family owned since like the 80s, 70s, 80s, since the incarnation of the NFL, or you buy into them if you have a shitload of money, like a Steve Ballmer type who bought the LA Clippers, who I know is a basketball team, but you know what I'm saying. You got to have a fuck ton of money and backing and they vote on letting you in to buy it. You can have all the money in the world. Like they turn down Bezos. Like who do you think ever turned down Bezos, but they turn that guy down. They don't want that shit going on in their league. You know, it's the old, it's the old boys club. You're not going to see any women or black people owning teams. I'll tell you that. But again, we can get into that at a different time. And then this is everyone's favorite part of the NFL, of football Sunday, right? Like Thursday night games, awesome. Thursday night games usually suck. Tonight's going to be an awesome game because it's the first Thursday game. The Sunday games, you're locked in. You're sitting on your ass the entire day, right? Depending on where you're where you're at. You're on the East Coast. The games start at 1. West Coast, they start at 10 a.m., right? 
But for the entire day, you're locked in. Then you have the Monday night game, sometimes two Monday night games, right? But for that Sunday, it's snack day. You're snacking the entire day because you don't want to have to get up to make dinner. You're not going out unless you're going to watch the game. And again, I'm not one of these people that sit here and watch the game, watch every single game nonstop, but I'll watch the teams I'm rooting for. And then that's it. Like I'm not, and I'll have it on in the background. I'm not like dialed in. I'll have it like on the iPad next to me or something. But when you're sitting here, if someone invites you over for the game, right? Like, hey, you want to watch football today? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. You get over there, you're going to have chicken wings, right? Chicken wings, the most consumed food during the football season. The most consumed food on Super Bowl Sunday. They sell like billions of pounds. I don't know if that figure is accurate, but they sell a shitload of chicken wings on Super Bowl Sunday and throughout the season, right? Because they're easy, they're filling, they're fun, they're messy, they're just good to go. Pizza, another good one because you can get a whole pie, eat it throughout the entire day, and they give you deals. Every restaurant gives you a deal on Super Bowl Sunday. They usually have some kind of like football package. I know the pizza place up the road for me has like the Sunday football package. It's like two pies, a bottle of soda, and like two dozen garlic knots for like 40 bucks. Like that's not bad. If you're having like three or four people over, like that's a fucking deal. $10 a person? Come on. And that food will last the majority of the day. You'll probably have leftovers at the end. And then you have shit like nachos, chips, chips and dip, like the little finger foods, you know, little PIBs, some pigs in the blanket, the good stuff. And then, of course, everyone's favorite, America's favorite, unless you have a problem with it, but alcohol, heavy alcohol consumption starts early and often, especially if you ever go, if you go tailgating. Now, have you ever been to a football game? They're not that much fun to go to, except for the tailgating and if you have good seats. If you're in the nosebleeds, that kind of sucks. But the tailgating, and even if you're not tailgating, you're just sitting at home watching, it is awesome. Because you can just drink all day and no one's going to say anything to you about it. And then you're eating, you're drinking, so you're not really getting too drunk, but you're in a good mood because you're eating this fucking dip or you're eating some wings, you have some pizza. It's all just kind of soaking into it. Your body absorbs all this stuff. I'm going to touch on this in a little bit. So you're sitting there, you're just marinating, you're gambling a little bit, you got your fantasy team going, you're just having fun, the camaraderie. You could probably take a nap, you know, the witching hour in between the three and four o'clock. In between the four o'clock games, the one o'clock games end around three, three thirty. And then there's like a little dead area in there. You take a little nap, a little snooze, a little snoozy poozy. And you wake up, you keep doing it again. So, of course, the health impact. You're eating a bunch of shit all day, a lot of calories. And you're drinking a lot of calories. And, you know, there's health health risks involved. So, it doesn't make, it makes sense why you feel like shit on Mondays. And this is the best part of the entire thing. Is that you can smell somebody that watched football all day. And they don't smell like shit. But they also don't smell good. They're usually burping. There's usually a burp. A, a, uh, a steady... A steady amount of air leaving their body and it could be coming from the back door could be coming from the front door they just they're letting things out of their body at that point because they just ate probably a bag of tostitos i'd say a, a, a half a liter of queso dip various flavors of wings they're not just sitting there eating spicy wings because if you did that that's a crazy move but you're mixing you're like oh it's too spicy i'm gonna move over to the barbecue i'm gonna move over to the garlic parm i'm gonna move over here with the dry rub so you're mixing all these things in there plus you're washing it down you know, a couple beers, a couple seltzers, maybe maybe you got into the whiskey. I don't know. You got to wake up in the morning for work Monday morning. So you pound a bottle of water before bed because, you know, you can drink all day. But as long as you have that one bottle of water, you're going to be sober. Everybody knows the rules on that one. And you come into work and you're hounding Tums down. If you're not doing that, you're doing it wrong. So you're just chomping on some Tums and you're just waiting to lunch so you can fall asleep in your car and or take a shit. But you're burping. You can smell the football coming off of you. 
because your body's soaking. You're sitting on your ass the whole time, right? And your body's just soaking in the heat, the sweat, you're eating, you're drinking, you're bloated. Your body doesn't know how to handle all this stuff because like now at this point, your blood is just cholesterol and you smell and you sound like you watch football all day. It's just a, you're, you're burping, you're farting, you probably smell a little funky. You smell like you've been sitting down. You're huffing and puffing. Your brain's not all there because you just you were locked into one thing for 12 hours the previous day. So no one really cares. If the if there's someone at work that doesn't watch football, they're not going to give a shit that you're hungover or you feel like shit. They're not going to care. They're probably just going to laugh at you. But you're going to be in a little bit of regret, especially if your team loses, your fantasy team is losing, or you lost money. You're going to be in a little bit of regret of what you just did. But the best news about that is Thursday's a new week. You're, you know, your team is playing on Thursday. You get your fantasy team lined up Wednesday night. You're like, I'm going to fucking kill it this week. And you do it all over again. You know why? Because it's an addiction. That's what we do. That's an American fucking tradition out here. So tonight, to open up the week for fantasy football or for fo- the football season, We have the Detroit Lions at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are at home, and they're probably going to... I mean, Detroit's supposed to be good this year. You know, they got Dan the Man Campbell running the show for his third year. They've improved every year. They're supposed to be in the playoffs this year, but the Chiefs are a fucking juggernaut. But Travis Kelsey's out. A little little hyperextension in his knee during practice this week, so he's out. But... You never know. That's why you play the game. I got a couple players in fantasy going tonight, and then Sunday kicks off all over again, and we're back, baby. So we are going to wrap this one up. And we're going to get out of here. But before that, before I forget, there's a couple things, actually. This is going to wrap it up. We're at 22 minutes. So Starfield, I've been I've been hounding that on... Uh, been playing on pc but you've been seeing me on twitch and at youtube where i've been streaming it like i just said uh it's i know i did a i know i did an episode on uh starfield the excitement the hype uh about two weeks ago three weeks ago now and um it is a great game they overhyped it i'll give everybody that it is a little overhyped i wouldn't say it's a perfect game it wasn't the game they initially told us it was going to be some of the things are a little more limited than they're like oh you can fly anywhere in space and it's an open thing and all this and that but yeah it's like eh, that's not really the case like yeah you can fly wherever you want while you're in space but you can't just land on planets or land anywhere you want on planets you can only land in certain spots on planets so it's like eh, they kind of made they kind of fudged they didn't wouldn't call it a lie I'd say a fabrication, a different interpretation of the truth, lie by omission type of thing. And there's a lot of loading screens, but it's a Bethesda game. You know, if you've played Fallout 4, you know what I'm talking about. It's a very big game. They're throwing a shitload of stuff at you. And granted, I'm only like 2% of the way into the game. There's a whole world out there. Several thousand, there's thousands of planets. There's actually a thousand planets in the game. So there's a whole thing you got you to gotta do, but there's a lot to, go, lot to do. It looks great on the Samsung. So I'm excited for that, to keep playing that, keep grinding. And it's definitely a change of pace, you know, because you could sit there, and I said this last night, I'm like, if I continue to do this over and over again, it's going to be two in the morning, and I'm going to be doing the same shit, so I got to turn it off, because that's how Fallout 4 was. Before you knew it, it was eight hours later, and you're doing one thing, and you barely got that done, and you're like, God damn it, now I got to move on to the next thing, and you're going from there. So Starfield, I'd say out of a 10, it's sitting pretty at about 8.7. Whoops. 8.7. But also in better news, in gaming news, two, NBA 2K is out now if you're connected to the New Zealand servers, or you got to wait until midnight tonight to sign on 
on the East Coast servers or in the American North American servers to play. So NBA 2K, where it all began streaming. Probably my favorite game to play because it's competitive. It's fun. You can play with your teammates. You can play basketball. You can make basketball plays. You know what I mean? It takes an IQ to be better because everyone's player is good at something, bad at another thing. So you have to be able to adapt to what you're doing. Like I, I'm going to play with a center this year, right? I have no business covering a point guard, but I also know how to cover a point guard. You know what I mean? Like you got to know how to play basketball. So like you can get an edge on somebody just because you can outsmart them. You can outfox them. So that comes out that game. It's going to be that in Starfield for a while on the old stream. So those of you that do subscribe or do follow me on Twitch, again, appreciate everyone that does. You can find it at twitch.tv slash dbk underscore ttv. And then on YouTube with the link in the YouTube page, you can just find it at hold up what pod. We're live now as this is recording and we're going to be live streaming games. You know, that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep that going as long as we can. I made a nice little schedule at work so I can do schoolwork, workout, all this stuff throughout the workday. So I can come home, talk to you, find people and play some fucking games, make some noise. So with that all being said, we're going to wrap this bitch up. It's been 26 minutes now. We're going to get out of here. We have a big Friday planned tomorrow. And we're going to continue to stream on Twitch and YouTube. So if you want to head over there, which you won't, because by the time you listen to this, I'm probably not going to be streaming anymore. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, we're going to get out. And um, hopefully everyone has a good Thursday. If your teams are playing tonight, if you have fantasy players tonight, I hate to be the person that's playing against me. But if I had to pick a game tonight, I'm going to pick, ah, Kelsey's out, though. I I can see Detroit stealing one. I can see it, but I'm gonna if I had to put gun to my head, I'm gonna put I'm gonna have the Kansas City Chiefs over the D- Detroit Lions to start off football twenty twenty three.